Hello everyone, it's a good news kind of day. Thanks for joining us on The Good Stuff. I'm Hugo. I'm Eloise. And I'm Deborah. And today we're so excited to get to share some positivity. What have we got planned today, guys? Well, following on from the positive affirmation from Jay last week, I want to chat about creativity. I love the topic of creativity. And I think for the record, you both are really great at being creative. Do you feel creative, Hugo? Yeah, so definitely, because like, I think that everybody's creative because in a way, if you weren't creative, you wouldn't necessarily be able to survive because you wouldn't be able to find ways around problems. So I think everybody is creative. Do you think people have had to become really creative during COVID? Obviously, yeah. Obviously, go on, Eloise. You're going to be bored otherwise. Oh, so you guys, do you think children have had to become creative because they're just at home? Yeah. No, but it's not just children because also adults have had to become creative because they have to find ways to work from home. And they have to also be creative because they need their kids to like stay still and stuff like that. Well, I can tell you that the older you get, the harder it is to get a little bit more creative. So isn't there a phrase that's something like the creative adult is the child who survived? Oh, I like that. I'm a little bit creative. So clearly there was a little bit of my childhood that survived. Now, creativity is a bit like a muscle. You either use it or lose it. So you always have to kind of keep that creative side to you. What's our question of the week, Eloise? How can we boost creativity is a big question to answer. And there's a lot of ways to create something special. I want to ask you guys, where did you feel the most creative? Uh, Where do I feel most creative? Oh, that is a really good question. I feel most creative when I run, when I'm actually running along the river, because then my brain starts ticking and I start thinking about all the different things. What about you, Hugo? So sometimes I feel most creative when you don't expect to be very creative. It's like maybe you're just relaxing or you're going for a walk and then you'll feel really creative then. And then sometimes if you're under a lot of stress, like let's say you need to get something done within a time, you feel quite creative then because you feel like almost as if your brain's got this hidden door and when you open it, there's like there's suddenly a new way to solve your problem but it's much easier. No, I like that. It's like you recognise that you work under pressure quite well. Yeah. I like that. Your brain has a hidden door What, and you yeah. need to suddenly unlock that hidden door. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Eloise? What are you most creative well, probably when I'm doing art. When you're doing art, does yeah. art allow your brain to... Because that's when you're allowed to do whatever you want to do. Mm. When you think about it, there are certain places we find ourselves thinking outside the box, which brings me to this piece of research I found. It says, if you change your surroundings, such as going for a walk, that could translate to a significant creativity boost. Yeah, I love that. I think that's really true. And that ties into what I'm saying about running. I think I'm most creative when I'm running. So following on from this, we chatted to an entrepreneur, creativity guru and business owner, Holly Tucker, as we wanted to know a little bit more about her creative journey. But before we hear from Holly, I want us to dream big for a moment. I like that. Dreaming big. If you could create your own business, what would it be and why? Well, at this age. Yeah. Well, I've already created something. Okay, go on. I already have a business. Okay, go on. So say about it. I have a sweetie shop. Okay, it's a very profitable sweetie shop. (laughs) I I've got sixteen pounds. 
and I've made zero pounds and I've lost about 15 pounds. So it's not working very well for you? Yeah. Well, it sounds like we all need a bit of help, doesn't it? I think we all need a bit of help from an expert who's really good at creating businesses. So we got to interview Holly Tucker, who founded Not On The High Street. Let's have a listen to what she said. Holly, thank you so much for joining us here on The Good Stuff today. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's very exciting to have a family interview here. No pressure. Three against one. I feel like um, it's <laughs> quite slightly unfair. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hugo, I think you've got the first question, haven't you? Yeah. So when are you at your most creative and what inspires you? Oh, that's a good question. Um... I was trying to think about this, Hugo, and actually, is there a sort of time of day that I'm more creative or when I visit somewhere, am I more creative? And I have to say that because I work with small businesses, my whole life is surrounded by creativity. So for me, it's when I'm least creative, I suppose, is when I'm just sleeping. I just wish I didn't have to do that boring thing of sleep. Do you find that you have to be really careful about which creative projects you choose to run with? Because otherwise you just won't have the energy to try everything. Yes, I do. I mean, my nickname when I was younger was Holly Hurricane. I'm 43 now, but I, I seem to have this amount of energy. So I I can run quite a few projects at one time. So I have my own podcast, Conversations of Inspiration. We have our shop. We have Instagram. We launched SMESOS during this lockdown period of time, which was doing, I think I've done 100 live IGTVs over the last 11 weeks after not even ever doing an IGTV live. <laughs> I do have to be careful, but I am bubbling over with a want and a passion for this. But we do, we are quite organized because I'm in a hurry. I tend to want to do everything. So I do have to pick carefully what we do. How do you help spark creativity? Well, that's a good question. I think for me, it's about connection. So I found it quite difficult to have those moments. Someone yesterday called it fire starter moments. I love that idea. In the morning, I go, I'm lucky enough to live um, near the river and I go on these long, long walks. I listen to lots of podcasts and I come back and it, it, it definitely has topped up the battery, so to speak. But normally it would be fire starter moments with amazing human beings. So what do you do in your downtime that's creative? And like, what are some of your favorite creative endeavors to do? So my home is this sort of creative hub of small businesses um, products from having you know zebras on the wall not real zebras to you know chandeliers where I hang all this crazy sort of stuff off it my home is in very very sort of creative and that has led to I think a really good environment to always have creativity in the air and I think that's potentially why my son at the age of 11 decided to start his own business and we started his business 
business called Sugar Boy. And Sugar Boy is sweets with meaning. And the two of us in our downtime, we build his business. So when you buy a jar of sweets, one pound goes to a different charity. We have 10 charities, 10 jars of sweets, all colorful. And you can pick the charity that you want to support. We're in the throes of designing his new website and updating his packaging and his logo. So hopefully the sort of air in our home has meant that creativity is sparked in all of us. I love that so much. So Hugo and Eloise, we on this episode, we're talking about our business ideas. Do you guys want to share them with Holly? But Holly, I have to explain to Ellie, she's a bit scared about sharing her idea because she doesn't want people to steal it. (laughs) Now, Ellie, you don't need to worry about that because actually adults are always worried about people stealing ideas. But the thing is, only special people can create businesses. So you don't have to worry about anyone stealing it because basically it's probably only you that could do it. Okay, so what's your idea? So I want to make jewellery and it's called, because glamorous means like, you know. Glamorous? Yeah. Yeah. So I called it glimmerous. So she's created a brand called Glimmerous. Star. Glimmerous Star, to be exact. Yeah, it has to be, everything (laughs) in my shop has to be glimmerous. Everything in your shop has to be glimmerous. I love that name, glimmerous. And you could almost, have you thought about what your packaging would be like? Because I can already sort of see how gorgeous it could be. It would be glimmerous, wouldn't it? You've even designed your entire first line of clothing, haven't you? and then the box that it comes in is just a big star with glitter in it. Oh, I love that. Lovely. Love that. That's such a good idea. Well, you know what? As a jewelryaholic, I'm very, very happy that you're going to be creating jewelry. It's a very vivid idea, but it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Okay, I like that. Hugo, what about you? I'm not 100% sure. I once tried to make like homemade treats and I wanted to get the school's permission and they said, I, I think you need to work on maybe doing a bit of a presentation about what they would get out of it. So, you know, if you if you could if you could persuade them by thinking from their point of view, why would they want you to have a tuck shop? And then you could twist their arm. Well, because it's actually quite funny, because when I did the first one, I tried to do that and my school supports a charity called Rwanda Aid. Yeah. Um, and it's helping people in Rwanda. And I said that we'd donate like fifty percent. 75% of the profit, I can't remember the exact number, wow, to Rwanda Aid. And then they were like, we're thinking about it, but nah, sorry. Keep trying. You know what, Hugo, one of the things of, of an entrepreneur, you never accept the word no. So you just have to keep going until the word is yes. Holly, am I right in thinking you got lots of no's, but not on the high street before you got a yes? Yeah, well, absolutely. So when when we were in our first year, we ran out of money sort of six, seven months into Not on the High Street, and it was just coming up to Christmas. And at exactly the same time that the our business started to show that it potentially was going to be okay, we ran out of money. And so we went to go and raise money. And all we had for, I think, two months flat was no after no after no, where everybody that we spoke to decided that they weren't going to invest in Not in the High Street because it was silly craft business going online. But we never gave up. We never gave up. And one day that no turned into a yes. And the rest is history. 
That's amazing. Um, one final question from Eloise. Eloise. Because this is a good news podcast, can you share one piece of good news that happened in your week? Am I allowed to have three, Eloise? Yeah. Okay, so I heard that someone that I interviewed, they have a hotel and they were growing lots of food in their hotel grounds. And that's how normally all the customers would eat all the food. And actually what they did is because of lockdown, they had to shut the hotels, but they went to a nearby zoo and they have been feeding endangered gorillas with all of their food. And that really made me smile. The second thing is, is that in lockdown, after 18 years, my other half asked me to marry him. And, oh, wow. and yeah, and we're feeling very odd about it. But this week, the priest said that we could get married in a church near us and has given us a date. And so that has made it super real, which we're all about, bit weirded out about. And my third thing, because I'm animal obsessed, by the way, so it has to be back to an animal. I heard, and I really want to do this, but I don't live in Lancashire. You can hire a goat <laughs> to come onto your online lessons. So like, imagine you're doing homeschooling, and then just a goat appears. And that really, really made me happy. That's so funny. Um, when you talked about gorillas, Eloise just perked up. Why? So basically, well, at the, like, the beginning of lockdown, FNF gave me the chance to adopt an animal in my name. And I adopted a gorilla. So lovely. But yeah, but there was a very clear reason why she chose a gorilla. Why did you choose a gorilla? Because basically, when I play hockey, I'm a bit crazy. So when I shoot a field, I sometimes go up and down the field like a gorilla. And then everyone starts joining me. Gorilla girl. <laughs> gorilla girl. Well, there you are. Now you've got your very own. Oh, Holly, it's so lovely to chat with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, it's been so so nice and and what a great idea this podcast is and well done Eloise well done Hugo it's been really lovely to chat to you today that was a really great interview Holly gave us some really great advice never taking no for an answer I think I might practicing this at home maybe if I wanted like I don't know like ice cream at home you say no never take no for an answer nice try Hugo no massive thank you to Holly for coming on the show and does this mean that you're both budding business founders now are you going to go and create your own business off the back of it now yeah one of the brilliant things about lockdown has been hearing about some of the amazing creativities from being indoors all day let's run through our good news headlines of the creative goodness do the headline music To celebrate the 72nd birthday of the NHS, Sarah Barnsley has craftily created a rainbow made from more than 1,300 flowers, saying, I did a few hundred on the first day and that took me about eight hours. How impressive is that? 1,300 crocheted flowers. That is just crazy. 14-year-old Freddie Howells was the winner of the junior engineering category of the Big Bang UK Young Scientists and Engineers competition. 
For his project, the invention is a facial recognition door entry system, complete with home monitoring system for the elderly. It's come in handy during lockdown as it's helped his great aunt, an elderly woman, keep safe at home. I like that. So basically, you can only get into your door if it recognises your face. With millions of people stuck at home and unable to work, many have started new hobbies to keep us occupied. Research has found that 41% of those taking up new activity reported a positive impact on their mental health, compared to 30% of those focusing on old hobbies. Ah, see, this is the key. So actually taking up new hobbies is good for keeping a positive mind. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Good Stuff. Please do let us know your comments in the review section. And send through your positive points of the week via a voice note over to the good stuff at magscreative.co.uk. We love hearing them. This is our favourite voice note of the week. When I go to my auntie's house, I love, I, I love to see them and I love my uncle. And I'm so happy. That's what we have to say this week. So have a great day and keep a note of all the things that make you happy. Bye. Bye. Bye.